My name is Shakzula, the Magrula, the old schooler. You want a trip? I'll bring it to you. It's not your mama's Christine Podcast. Welcome everybody to Not Your Mama's Christine Podcast. Christine Podcast doesn't take itself too seriously. I am your host, Shane. Here with my brother, Eric. Eric, what was that from? Do it again? But not as like animated. My name is Shaq Ruler, the mic, the mic. Whoa. Oh, Lost yeah, pull your, yeah, yeah, pull your lyrics. Shaq, Shaq Zula, the mic ruler, the old schooler. You want a trip? I'll bring it to you. I don't remember. I remember that. You want a trip? I'll bring it to you. Is that a show? Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, yeah. I used to love Aqua Teen. <laughs> huh? That's going back. Why'd you think of that? I don't know. I just did. <laughs> and so I did it. You know why you may have thought about it? Why? Um... Maybe thought about it because maybe when you, when you put the kids downstairs, you looked at our bookshelf, and I have a bunch of Aqua the Hunger Force DVDs. Oh, it's like from TV shows, like subliminal message. Yeah, like I yeah. didn't realize. You didn't that realize I, you saw it, but yeah. deep down you did see it. And then I was like, yep. oh, I'd like to watch that show again. It's not as good. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I have tried watching like the the what was the other one? Not the Borat show. Uh, the Brack show. Oh, the Brack show. I don't know if you remember yeah, that. Yeah, Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Yeah, it's not, yeah, I watched Space Ghost Coast to Coast a couple times recently, and it wasn't as good as I remembered. Huh. I wonder if anybody out there remembers any of these shows. <laughs> yeah, those are like weird Cartoon Network shows that we like watched. back in the day. And this was like before Netflix and all that stuff. So None of those are on streaming, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so. It should be. I might watch it. Well, I got the DVDs. I don't need to stream <laughs> yeah, yeah. The problem, do you have a DVD player? I have a Xbox <laughs> yeah, One. Yeah. I can play it. But the idea of going downstairs and grabbing a DVD, oh. it just feels so ancient. Like, <laughs> what, am I going to get my oh. VHS player out? No. <laughs> yeah. If not streaming anywhere, I guess we're not watching it. <laughs> I'd rather pay money almost to rent it then walk than to walk downstairs. <laughs> like, cause if I could just get it right there, I'm going to do it. That is unbelievable. Yeah. And like it's kids nowadays. I know we sound really old. Kids nowadays don't don't know the struggle of having to buy these DVDs or or even older VHS tapes. Yeah, and I used to collect them in your basement. Or I whatever. used to collect all like I used to collect a bunch of different TV show yeah, DVDs. Like seasons. I yeah. remember that '70s show getting all yeah. those scrubs. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Topper XO's pouring out. He has uh, Flavor Flav, <laughs> Flavor of Flavor Love. Love. <laughs> yeah, he's got that's he's got the season two of that. Yeah, yeah. The DVD. He, he got that season one. He's got Wild Boys. Uh-huh. Remember Wild Boys uh, yeah. MTV and yeah. Viva La Bam. Viva one La Bam. of us had those. Yeah. Um, have you heard all the stuff about Bam Margera recently? A little bit. Yeah, he's like, well, he's back in a rehab now, but like, oh, he's kind of like, yeah, he's kind of losing it. I'm surprised at all. He seems like a guy. Are. Well, all those guys. I, I always think about like man, they have hit their head. Steve-O and Johnny Knoxville. They have they have Marnius. had so many concussions in their life. Oh yeah, what they're and they're getting up to that age where it's like affect it's going to affect them. Yeah, so like I CTE get worried about and it. stuff like that. Yeah, I get worried about it with them because we used to love watching all those things. But um, yeah, I get worried about it. With them. But Bam Margera, if you haven't seen it, he's like uh, I don't know. He well, he's in rehab now, luckily, but. Hope, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, that's not word. It has nothing to do with anything we're talking about. <laughs> um, I do want to bring something up. We're back for we we took a little tweak break, and in those two weeks, I have changed my opinion okay. on something that we talked about maybe a month ago. I'll look it up. Last time we talked about it, all right? Um, no, it was probably more than a month ago because we've taken. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was like um like in the spring. Yeah, it's something that that was um it still is around that was pretty popular. Um, and we talked about it, and we talked about how much we loved it, and it's Preachers and Sneakers, the Instagram account. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, if you don't know what that is, Shane, explain what Preachers Sneakers is to anyone that has not heard about it yet. Yeah, it's a it's an Instagram account that that uh, takes pictures of famous pastors, preachers, worship leaders. Not even just pastors, but like people in the Christian industry, in the Christian world that are famous or well known. And it takes a picture of them and what they're wearing, their outfit, their shoes, and it lets you know how much it is um, for to purchase those items, kind of. Which I guess is what you want to talk about. <laughs> Here's what I want to talk about, and I found. And, and I knew that. So just to be clear, Eric had told me, "Hey, I want to talk about preachers and sneakers again because I've changed my opinion." And but he he has not really told me exactly. Yeah, I wanted what to make it about. I kind of revealed a little more than I wanted to, but um, we talked about this. But on, I can guess where you're going. Sorry, we talked about this on April 29th. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you go back and listen to that episode. Uh, we basically talked about how much we like that because we're both not fans of celebrity pastors and yeah. worshiping celebrity pastors. Um, so anything that kind of points out the hypocrisy of people doing that, like wearing $1,000 shoes, um, we're all for pointing right. that hypocrisy out because we should be checking ourselves and calling ourselves out. Right. Here's um, I haven't changed my opinion on that aspect. I'm still more than fine with calling out. Did you, did you get a raise or something? Is that why you're changing? Your yeah, opinion? yeah. <laughs> I mean, no one asks our, our treasurer what I'm making, but I'm I'm I haven't changed my opinion on celebrity pastor part of it and pastors making too much money. I'm all for that. Here's what I've ch- changed my you're opinion on. You're all for on. being against that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm all for it. you make as much money as you can. <laughs> um, here's what I've learned, and I learned this by discussing with a buddy of mine. His name's Brandon. I'll call him out because I told him I would. I wasn't. At first, I thought I was going to steal all of his points and take it from mine. <laughs> but we started discussing it, and he pointed out some things, and we was like, oh, that makes a lot more sense. So here's basically what I found Preacher Sneakers does. If you look at a picture on Instagram, they'll show a picture of the pastor, like his whole outfit. Then they'll show a picture of like just the shoes that he's wearing. And then they'll show a picture of how much those shoes cost. So sometimes those shoes are three hundred some bucks. Sometimes they're a thousand bucks. Sometimes they're two thousand bucks. But they can be really expensive. And it's not just shoes, but it's mainly on shoes, right? It's 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 pants, it's jackets, it's shirts, yeah. it's hats. They, they hit a lot of shoes because um, they're easier. To they're hit. easier to hit. Now, what we were, what Brandon and I kind of learned is that the picture that they pull that price from is um, from a place called Stock X. So this is a secondhand. Um, shoe company or, or clothing company that you can buy things secondhand. Think of StubHub. When you buy tickets um, for a game, Secondary you can market. buy a re- the retail values and that's the price. But if it's a really popular ticket, you can sell it for double, triple, quadruple the amount depending on the how many people want to do it. Um, so these pictures, here's what I'm not enjoying about Preacher Sneakers at this point and it's making me a little weary about the whole thing because of it. I believe that Preacher Sneakers is intentionally making it seem like these people are buying really expensive shoes when they possibly and probably are not. Mm-hmm. Here's what I would say. StockX is saying that a shoe is, let's say it says it's 1000 bucks. If you look at the actual website, they will have the retail value on it. Mm-hmm. So it'll say, um, for example, there's uh, Jordan 13 Retro Ray Allen shoes. The, the last time it was sold was $3,500. So that's what you can buy it for now. But the retail value, which it says on this website, is $175 for those shoes. When you look at um, Preachers of Sneakers mm-hmm. pictures, 
they they edit out the retail value. Right. So all you can see is the three thousand four hundred fifteen dollars. Here, and what, so what it's doing, it's 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 semi saying mm-hmm. they paid three thousand four hundred fifteen dollars shoes when they probably didn't because the retail value is one hundred seventy five right. bucks. If they did pay that, I'm I'm a little against that. But why are you manipulating the picture right. and editing out the retail value to make it seem like they're wearing expensive shoes when they might not be wearing right. expensive shoes or they didn't pay that much money? Mm-hmm. You know well, what here, here's what I'm a little confused on. So you say the retail value could be what'd you say, a hundred what? The, the example I just gave, uh-huh. the retail value is 175 bucks, and the price on there was what? The last sale was three thousand four hundred fifty dollars. I don't understand that. Just like StubHub, if they run out of their shoes, it, that's what this comp- That's what the pictures they pull so are what, from a website that they are selling it secondhand. But but I, what I'm confused about is how they can get that much money for it. Is it because they but, only made X amount of shoes and now probably you can't get them there's anywhere. probably a bunch of and reasons so, why. So, but like if the retail value is 175 bucks, yeah. So and if you bought going it going for 3,000 now, now secondhand, secondhand, how can you get it for 175 bucks? Well, if you bought it at retail, when? But, like that, that's that's when you saying, first like, bought them or whatever when they first came out. If you were first ones to get it, yeah. But it might have ran out, yeah. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is maybe they are buying it for 35. Right, hundred dollars shoes, or maybe they're buying it for one hundred seventy-five. Preachers and sneakers is telling you without knowing, right, that they're buying it for thirty-five hundred dollars. When yeah. they pro, they might not be. They might be getting it. They might be getting it for free, mm-hmm. which we can talk about that aspect right. of it. Now, I think that the, although I I will say that I've seen um, whoever runs a preachers and sneakers Instagram account, I've seen them like commenting and replying to people who have kind of called them out on some of this. Yeah. And they've said things like, oh yeah, like th- like they've been open and honest in that aspect in the way that they interact with other users. And they've said, now I don't have an example right in front of me, but I'm just... Oh, yeah, I've th- seen it too. Through following them. Um, they've said things like, this is not... We don't know how much they bought these shoes for. This is uh, an example of what this shoe can go for. So I understand. But the fact that they are like editing out the retail value is manipulative and it is... It is a little hypocritical. And I don't care what comments are if the picture is just because of you wearing the shoes and with yeah. the, with one price. There's only one price on it. Even though right. if you go to the actual website, there's more than one price, yeah. retail value and a resale value. One price. And it's not saying this is the resale value. It's nothing on that. Mm-hmm. When you comment on pe- the guy that when he comments on it is talking about it. Yeah. But there's nothing when you look at yes. the picture yeah. is pointing to the fact that he's making it seem like this is what I they agree. go for now. So, But at the same time, a lot of the like I'm I'm looking up for example um, this one uh, this is from August fifteenth Jen Johnson and the rest of the Bethel music team just got nominated for fourteen Dove awards got that Gucci belt saying GG to the haters yeah and so I looked at that belt which is a leather Gucci's gonna be expensive exactly sure. that's what I mean it's a leather belt with a double G buckle yeah and it's for four hundred fifty bucks and yeah. I just did a Google search. And there's one for three fifty, one for five fifty, one for two sixty five, one for one thousand fifty. Like there are one for four fifty, one for three fifty. There are all these at Nordstrom's. It's for three fifty. There's all these different ones. And so it so, sounds about the price. It sounds about the price. Now, like I think that yes, they are. But here's here's what I know about this account. I understand what they're doing, and everyone else who is following it understands what they're doing, and they are exaggerating. But it is also an account that is 
meant to be funny and also point out the hypocrisy and some of the bad things in the Christian world, but in a funny way. And that's a question. The first time you saw it uh-huh. and you saw how much certain shrews were going for, yeah. what was your initial response? Oh, I thought it was ridiculous. But what if we actually find out mm-hmm. that that pastor who we thought was spending $2,000 on shoes spent 100 bucks? Now, we also said this at the first time we talked yeah. about it was, what? because one pastor replied, I got all that stuff for free. Who was in it? He, yeah, he yeah. was featuring Chad somebody. I forget his name. Yeah. And Chad Veach. Chad Veach. And um, he, he said, I got all that stuff for free. And he had on like... I don't remember what, but it was like his whole outfit and his suitcase, all this. I'm stuff. not saying free. They bought it for a hundred bucks. They bought those shoes if well, that are worth thirty five hundred bucks. To me, it's the same. It's the same to mm-hmm. me because if, um, it, when when you get these sort of things, when you have these sort of things, the hard part is that we do have to be aware of the of, of the message that we are sending out. Mm-hmm. And um, here, here's here's a, a and we have to be aware of like what we're looking like to other people, even if we didn't. As pastors, as as church leaders, that's part of our responsibility is being aware of the of the image that we are sending out. Uh-huh. And that isn't meant to sound hypocritical. That's just the reality of it because we don't want people to walk away or to stumble uh-huh. because of an image that I am portraying uh-huh. that is leading them in the wrong direction, right? So. Our responsibility as church leaders is to be aware of that and to not do that. So even if like somebody came to me, let's say, and off and said, "Hey, we have this really nice car. That's, we have this Range Rover that we just wanted to bless you with because you're my, maybe it's a really wealthy person that comes to my church. This nobody like this, but they say you're our pastor. We love you, and we have this Range Rover." And it's a really nice car, and we decided to get a different car, but we wanted to give this to you to bless you as our pastor. I would have to think about that mm-hmm. and be aware of uh-huh. what's it going to look like for me as the pastor to roll up to church in a Range Rover. Yeah, yeah. And I would consider those things, right? Yeah, and, the and price of a Range Rover compared to $150 retail shoes is different. That's right? fair. But a lot of these celebrity pastors, and I'm not talking about the, the, the re, like the, whenever I see them post about a Jordan that's a couple hundred dollars, $300, that does not bother me. I'm always like, that's yeah, not Yeah, but no, on, his, on, on that, they're always posting the resale value. Yes, they're not posting. They never post the retail value. Of I it. I agree for shoes for shoes. But they post a lot of things like anything Gucci that they post on there. Yeah, Gucci. It's Gucci. That's it's, and that's what I'm talking about. When so when I I'm talking specifically shoes and manipulating the pictures to make it seem like something yes. that's actually not. But what I'm saying is that when I go through that Instagram account and I see them post about shoes, it doesn't bother me what they are. Mm-hmm. Unless they're, but it used to thousands. Of I mean, dollars. listen, our last episode we talked about shoes mainly. That no, what I'm saying is when it's like a few hundred dollars. Yeah, but if it's what if it's thousands of dollars, but it's really not thousand dollars. It's a hundred dollars. But see, I find shoes. it hard to believe that you that 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 you can get those shoes for hundreds of dollars when they are listed thousands of dollars. Well, when they were if if here I'll, here's an analogy that I, I think I've told you before, but I'll throw it out. Um, my my friend Brandon. Uh-huh. He uh, is a roadie for a living. When I met Dave Grohl in the backstage of Metallica, it was because Brandon got me backstage. Right. Um, Avid Brothers, who is a band, one of my favorite bands, they were coming to town. He said, I can get you free tickets because I know the, the guy who's running the tour. My tickets were like six, seven, eight rows back from the right. front, right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Those tickets originally were 100 200 bucks maybe. But on StubHub that day, they are a lot more, double, triple the amount. Mm-hmm. I posted pictures of me at this concert that I didn't pay a dime for. Mm-hmm. Couldn't somebody have said, 
wait, you're a church planner and you're spending $500 a ticket to go see Ava Brothers? Mm-hmm. And I would go, no, I, I, I got free tickets. But is that wrong of me to post that? Because I'm posting an image of something that didn't actually happen. Yeah. That's, and well, that's what we're saying with these shoes at this point. I, I get like the celebrity pastor, but I do think shoes, there is like a culture around that. Yeah. And, and that becomes a hobby for some for people. It is, yeah. And that's not our hobby. But here's to me the difference in a concert and the clothes that mm-hmm. that these people are wearing is, to me, a concert it is, it is, a lot more common to receive free tickets to a concert. Yeah, I have never in my life been given shoes yes, or a Gucci shirt by people who are not in my family for my birthday or anything like Didn't that. Didn't you get um Steph Curry shoes? That was from uh, a the, friend, a friend who worked okay. for Under Armour, and Steph Curry shoes are like a hundred bucks. Not on, I bet you on StubHub they're not, or whatever StockX. I bet they're really a lot more expensive than that. I don't know how much they are. They pro exactly. You don't know, but what if Preacher Sneakers <laughs> posts a picture of you who got those free shoes, right? And they said these shoes are two thousand dollars, and you're like, well, they were a hundred, hundred fifty, but I just got them for free. Yeah. Well, is that on you? Are you? Is that wrong? Because that's what we're saying they are doing is right. wrong. It's not. That's not wrong on on my end in that situation. No, it's not. But that also is not my entire wardrobe. A lot of these people who are on here every week have a different pair, have a different outfit, have a different thing. Mm-hmm. That it's like Stephen Perk is on here how many times? Chad Beach is on here how many times? A lot of people from Bethel are, are on here how many times? Over and that. over and over. I, I just think, again, I'm not for celebrity pastors. I think we need to be careful jumping to conclusions with some people when I just pointed out an example that happened to you exactly like what's happened. Right. It's just not as many times. And you have hobbies, and I have hobbies, mm-hmm. that other people that don't care about it could say, well, that's kind of a, Like, you golf a lot. Mm-hmm. You spend a lot of money golfing, right? Because that's yeah. a hobby. There's nothing wrong right. with that. But couldn't some people be like, I mean, you should... You don't really need to spend that much money on, on golfing because it's. But to you, it's like no, it's my hobby. Some people, mm-hmm. their hobby is shoes, yeah, and so that is a culture that's built around. It's not just buying expensive stuff. And I'm I'm only talking about shoes. I'm not talking about Gucci belts and right. stuff as much. Um, and again, I'm not. I I agree that we shouldn't always be posting this image of stuff. I just think my tendency with celebrity pastors is to so quickly judge and crucify them for stuff that I also mm-hmm. do. And if I had the opportunity, would probably do a little more. And I think you would too, showing mm-hmm. that we have done it. Mm-hmm. I've gotten free Ava Brothers things. You've gotten free expensive shoes. And we took them. Like, right. But I do think they should be careful when they get to a certain stage. And, and I'm, I don't love that they wear different shoes all the time. But what if mm-hmm. all those shoes they bought what if they made $80,000 a year and they just bought expensive shoes all the time and kept them nice all the time? Mm-hmm. That was their hobby. There's nothing wrong with that, right? No, no So, there isn't so that's what I'm that. saying. And we don't know that. So yeah. I think it's for us, we should be extra careful, especially when a, when a Instagram post is manipulating the pictures to make us think it's more expensive than yeah, it is. Yeah, there's no doubt that they have manipulated and that they have exaggerated. Uh, but from, for me, when I look at their account and when I see the things that are posted... More times than not, I agree that it is not appropriate for them to be wearing what they're wearing. More times than not. Because most of the time what they post on there is Gucci stuff. I, I just have, when I find that, that they're manipulating mm-hmm. it, I have trouble trusting any of it. Yeah. And I have trouble trusting their intention behind it now mm-hmm. because they're not giving us the truth. They're purposely editing but out see, the truth. But see, that's not new to me. 
I've known no, this from it's the new, beginning. It's new. The fact that they that they that they took that one part out, I I knew that. But like, it's not news to me that they are giving you the highest price that they could find on that particular item. I've known that from the get go. And you're okay with them using this StubHub price of a ticket, basically, of shoes. And editing out the retail value that that they very possibly could have bought it for your okay the one it. part that I don't like is that they edited it out. But I understood from the get go that they are posting the most expensive price that they could find. That's not a surprise. Is that new? Is that is that surprising to you? I what I thought they were doing is literally posting the price of the shoe. I never thought that. So you knew that it was secondhand market of these shoes. I yes, I didn't know that. I knew that it was a website that was not what you buy from the store, and I also knew that it was rare cases of of the they they wanted to make it seem as bad as possible. I I always understood that. I didn't know that you didn't understand that. I I, I just think it's um not honest, not authentic, and it's manipulative doing that. Posting the very, very, very highest price they possibly can when most likely it's not what they paid for it. Right. It's like that's the highest pi- price that anyone's paid for it. Right. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, the, it the, could be. Some of the it could not be. Show. And then to purposely edit out what you just buy for what right. it, what the price but actually is, it's just not right. I, and because yeah. of that, I have trouble agree, understanding and and taking anything they say as truth. Knowing that they, I'm just not like ah. Well, you manipulated that, so that's fine. See, I think they manipulated in a way that we're okay with because we're against lobby pastors. So you let them pass a little more. Where if it was the opposite, mm-hmm. I don't know if you'd let them pass as much. They literally are taking out something to make you think it's worse than it actually is. Yes, yes. That's, and we're like, that's, yeah, it's fine because we don't let like pass. I don't think that's a good thing for us to do and to jump to conclusions on yes. people that we don't know what if they bought it, if it was given mm-hmm. or whatever. That's the one aspect that that I do agree with you on. I I just don't like that they like whited out. The retail price. I, I don't like that. But to me, I have actually felt that they have been honest about how they are posting. Like, the, And they've said from the get-go, we don't know how much they got these for. We don't know how they got them. Where? Where are they saying that? I've seen that in the comments, like I comments, said earlier. Not, not in but the actual post. I have post. gone and read them. Is what I'm saying. And like if it, Yeah, but most people don't do that. But you can. It's not like they it's not like they have hid that. Because to me, when I see these things, I'm like, okay, I want to see what they're actually saying about a lot of these things. And they are responding. They are interacting. It's not like they are like trying to keep that hush-hush. They are reacting to that and saying, mm-hmm. yeah, that is right. That is that is true. They have a whole podcast. Yeah. So I just it's think, not like they are lying to you. I think they kind of are. They're giving a big image. Mm-hmm. And then when you call them out, they're like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Like imagine if you preach a sermon mm-hmm. and gave this big image of something and then when someone called you out on it personally in mm-hmm. coffee, you said, "Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, I know, I know. All that stuff I said is not 100 percent accurate. I know, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. That would that would be wrong of you. And that's what they're doing. They're posting this big image, and because on comments you have to find them, mm-hmm. not just up front. On com- and we're, again, we're talking about Christian pastors. We're talking mm-hmm. about a Christian industry. These mm-hmm. people are doing it are Christians, and they're purposely showing us something that's not accurate, and they mm-hmm. know it, but because they're honest in the comments, you got to find it's okay. Yeah. It's just not true. No, but here's the thing, though. See, I don't I don't agree with you where it's like that in the, in the one area of they are purposely posting something that they know is not accurate to an extent, because just as they don't know that if they got them for free or for mm-hmm. cheap, they also don't know how much money they spent on them. Mm-hmm. And they are giving you... And that, to me, goes without saying it when they post these. 
It's not like I think it's not like anybody that I know has ever thought, oh, they have insight into how much they bought this. They're just giving you an example of this particular shoe, of this particular mm-hmm. piece of clothing, whatever it is. I mean, don't put the retail value. Obviously, we got to edit yes. that part out. But I, yeah, we, yeah, we're already talked it. about that. Yeah, I've, we've already said I've, I've already said that I don't agree with that part. Yeah, I, but I think understanding that part is essential to show their intent. Yes, and we've already addressed that. It's not like yeah, we're but you address it and then it. go past it, like. That shows to me that almost a lot of it can't be trusted to me. I disagree. Because they make it seem like that's what it is. They make it seem like they're not saying it up front, but let's edit out the retail value. Let's do this to make it mm-hmm. seem like let's find the most expensive anyone's ever bought these shoes for mm-hmm. and then make it seem that way. And I just think we're, we, I, I was, the reason why I don't agree with it anymore is because I feel like I was jumping too much to conclusions based on some of these things. When I start to find out things that are like, oh, it's a little manipulative, it's mm-hmm. like, ah, I don't know how much I can trust about it anymore. So, um, cause like just from most of the things that I'm looking up right now and, uh, Googling. So, like, here's another example Pastor Sean Johnson wearing, uh, Nike X off white Prestos. They have it listed on here for $730. Just Googling it, the Stock X price comes up $780, 750 $745, $1,000. I know, hand. but the, um, that was just the first one. All of these are that $574, $669, $985, dollars all of these different examples. And if they are so hard to get in the retail store where they are going for that price, like why would anybody pay that price if you could get it for cheaper? And still, the re, the, there's a difference between you understand. Uh, yes, I do understand that. But what I'm saying is that's how much they are going. So if they are going now, for that price, now. I, yes, I know that. But if they are going for that price, then that means that that is how much they must cost now. We don't know when they got it. We don't know at what point they got it. Mm-hmm. But it is a a special shoe, a special piece of clothing that is worth this sort of money now. Now, and. I don't know. Have have these pastors just always gotten it immediately when they came out of the stores? I have no idea. Exactly. And they don't either. But exactly. They are posting what it is going for now. To what's the point of it? What's the point of the post? To show that it is expensive, and, and to make it look like the it pastor. Tr- is, it, and to make it look like the pastor is wearing expensive shoes. Yeah, which they are according to that price. Yes, but. They might not have bought it for expensive shoes, and they might. It might be their hobby. It I might agree. be all other stuff. So that's why I just. That's what makes me a little feel a little gross about it. Yes, like people, like if if this is our standard, we gotta we gotta be extra careful because mm-hmm. you've gotten free shoes, I've gotten free tickets for tickets that were really expensive, mm-hmm. and people could have called me out on the same thing mm-hmm. because I got free tickets on mm-hmm. something that StubHub said was a lot of money. We've bought tickets day of concerts because we really mm-hmm. wanted to go see a band. And then months later, those tickets are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars. We've yeah. done that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So is the value of the value of the ticket is that now? Mm-hmm. We could technically sell it for that, but mm-hmm. we didn't buy it for that. Mm-hmm. We bought it for the price because we wanted to go see it. Yeah. I do think a lot of these uh pastors in that culture, that's a that's a hobby that they have is yeah. is is shoes. And I think it's silly because I don't like shoes that much, mm-hmm. but there's things that I like that are silly. Yeah. And we talked about all that in the first episode that when we talked about this, about how there are things that we all spend money on that other people would think is ridiculous. We like football. For somebody who doesn't like football, they might think it's ridiculous to go to a football game or, or to go on a cruise or to go whatever, do all those things. Everybody has that. And we, we know that and we are aware of that. But the one difference is Mm -hmm. that these people are wearing this while they are preaching 
up on stage in front of people knowing that they are representing a certain image mm-hmm. to other people. And as pastors and as church leaders, we have to be aware of what that image is at all times. Do you agree with that? Yes. We have to be aware of that. And so we have to be careful and to wear on stage Gucci or Supreme or whatever it is, yeah. is a slippery slope. And you are, and especially when we know that most of these people are making way more money than they should being a pastor or a church leader. Mm-hmm. We know that. Mm-hmm. And you are have been on record as being very upset about making too much money. Making too much money. Yeah. And this is only leaning into that more. Uh-huh. Is it exaggerated? Absolutely. Are they being weird about it and 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 being a lying li- about and, and it lying a little about bit? It? If you want to taking out the retail price, yep. yeah, I agree that those things are happening. Mm-hmm. But it still is not changing the fact that a lot of these people are wearing things that you do not agree with. I would also say what we need to be careful of because I agree with all that. We need to be careful of, with allowing that culture because I agree that. We shouldn't be pushing this image. But where I think we should be careful on the opposite side, and then we can close with this, because I agree with you on that, and yeah. I, I think you'll agree with me on this, is that we need to be careful of how much stones we're throwing. Yeah, of course. Because we like we go to Ravens games all the time. Mm-hmm. Why? Because our dad buys season tickets. Couldn't someone say, that's a little excessive for a church planner to have season tickets. You go to every single game, that's thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. You you had a free tickets for a show? Like... I think too much we're pushing too hard and mm-hmm. we could look at ourselves. So I think we need to be careful before we immediately condemn these other pastors that we don't really know what they spend it for. And we it might we might be able to see it. I just think that at least for me, I'll speak yeah. for me, that's easier for me to condemn them because they have these expensive shoes where I can look at my own life and see all the free stuff I've gotten and be like, well, yeah, but here's my excuse. So I think that's where we need to be careful is not to so quickly judge them when we do it in our own way. But that but, that is not as as big as that, but we don't have the opportunity to, for it to be as big as that. Well, so. here's why these people on this account are a bigger deal than you and I. Because people know the lifestyle that you and I live who are close to us in our church, right? Mm-hmm. Like they they know that we are not living a lavish lifestyle. Yeah. We know also that Stephen Furtick has a multi-million dollar home that is hidden in the wood because he doesn't want people to know that he lives there. Yeah, yeah. And the local news sent a helicopter over his home to see where he lived. Yeah. So we know that about him already. And then to see him wearing really expensive clothes, it just reiterates to it. So he already has a reputation. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these celebrity pastors have that reputation that is just reconfirming that, wow, they're making a whole lot of money. And we're not comfortable with it. That's that's the difference. So when somebody sees that we go to a Ravens game, they could also come over to our house and see where we live. Yeah, but I've I've had people that have told me they don't agree with pastors getting paid at all, or that yeah. pastors getting paid as much. Well, we could have that conversation. Yeah. So like, <laughs> so there are people that are more mm-hmm. extreme. I just think it's easier for us to find. I found for us it's easier to find loopholes when mm-hmm. it applies to us. That's fair. I <laughs> and agree it's that. not, and we yeah. are easy to condemn them quickly um, because it's not us too. Yeah. So that's what. And that's and when I see that they're manipulating, I yeah. always am like, ugh. Yeah. Knowing that, I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I want anything to do with it anymore. Right, right. So that that's was my, I've I've grown. Okay, <laughs> I've grown over this year. I'm a better, I'm a better man. I'm a better man than Shane. Obviously, I don't know about and, that. <laughs> so, um, well, all right. Let's take a quick break. Let's uh, get our composure here, Shane. And talk composure. <laughs> Who's who lost their composure? Shane was getting heated. What? You guys didn't see it. <laughs> 
but if you were here, no. Um, and then let's get into another fun segment after the break, okay? Sounds good. All right, let's do it right now. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Zach from Citizens. One problem that's continuously plagued us as a band is that we actually have too many fans. And so one of the things that we're trying to do this fall is go on tour, because once you hear us live, you probably will never listen to us again. If you live in or near Des Moines, Minneapolis, Chicago, Milwaukee, Fort Wayne, Totowa, New Jersey, Washington, DC, Lynchburg, Virginia, Greenville, South Carolina, Knoxville, Tennessee, and Nashville, Tennessee, please go to wearecitizens.net, get your tickets. We just put out a new record called Fear, and there's more coming. Whatever it takes to get you to stop listening. have the best fans in the world but one band can't have all the best fans so we got to get rid of a few which is why we're bringing along with us ghost ship the eagle and child and ally page because once you listen to all of us you'll probably never listen to music again go to wearecitizens.net and get your tickets today To uh, take some time because we, a lot of times when we're thinking about what to talk about, there are so many different things that have happened and we don't have time to talk about them all. So we want to do kind of like a little bit more of a speed round on talking about certain topics from the news. So we're going to do every once in a while a little news segment. Hit it, boys. That's your tagline. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hold on. Stop. I'm going to stop this music really quick. Let's stop this music. So some background on this. <laughs> I told I told Shane, like, hey, listen, when we do this news, I'll mu- mu- music playing underneath of it. I need you to do some kind of tagline for this news segment. And then and when you hit that, I'll start the music. And, and he said that we have to use that tagline every time we do this. And segment. you went and Shane went, Oh, I got it. <laughs> and you're and it was hit it boys. Hit it boys. <laughs> who's the who's boys? It's me. <laughs> yeah. I'm the one who got to play the music. Hit it, little boy. Uh, no. <laughs> so what? We're gonna let's reset here. Give us a tagline and we'll get to the one, news. Two. No. One, two, no. Three, what four. are you doing? There's no music here. Hit it, boy. No, we're not doing that. All right, let's go back to it. Shane, go ahead and lead us into this new segment. Go. Uh, With a better tagline. I don't please. have any other tagline. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. That's the one I got. All right, fine. Do it again and do that tagline. All right, and then we're going to get into some news. <laughs> hit it, boys. <laughs> Why boost boys? Hit it, hit it, boys. At least better. That's the tagline. Okay. <laughs> 
first news piece of news that we got, right? People are getting sued over the Billy Graham rule now. Eric, do you know what the Billy Graham rule yeah, is? Yeah, we talked about it. All right, what um, is it? It's uh, the Billy Graham would not be alone, get dinner, be in a car with another female to protect his marriage. It was uh, a way for him to do that. Um, so the Billy Graham rule is a lot of other pastors that will purposely not be alone one-on-one with another female mm-hmm. out of respect to their marriage is what it's supposed to be. It's yes, hard yeah. And I would say that... Mike Pence, it was very yes. popular because he, it came out and he did that. Yes, and I would say that most pastors do that. Most pastors, I think most pastors have a version of the rule. to that, yeah. to that, to because I will rule. meet with another female, just yep. me and her. But mm-hmm. I, it's always on my calendar, yeah. And um, my wife always knows about it. If right. if I ever meet with someone and she didn't know about it, that's mm-hmm. a, that's a red flag. So I always say, hey, I'm going to meet with her, just so you know, it's mm-hmm. on my calendar. It's mm-hmm. in a public place. It's never at our houses, something like right. That. And it's and it is it is a tricky situation. And we did talk about this in a whole episode, so you can. I don't even remember when it was, but. You can go back and listen to yeah. everyone until you find it. <laughs> but we did talk about it, and it is a it is a tricky thing because you also don't want to be in a place where people accuse you of anything and all that. You're trying to protect yourself, but it also isn't fair to people of the opposite sex if they need to talk to you about something or they and whatever it may be. Or if ever a female cannot move up in the company because they yes. aren't allowed to be one on one with a, a boss or an employee or, or whatever tough. or supervisor. Right. That's that isn't fair to that person. So, but. This is not just in the Christian world, but Christians in the work world. In the world. In the world. <laughs> so it started in North Carolina. That where should have been the tagline. That should be the segment. Christians in the world. <laughs> Hit it, boys. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Done. All right. Well, this started in North Carolina where a sheriff's deputy named Manuel Torres says that he was terminated because he refused to train a female deputy a task that included the requirement that he spend significant periods of time alone in his patrol car with a female officer trainee. Whew. That's a tough spot, I guess. Yeah, but what would she's got to be trained? Yeah, she has to be trained. <laughs> so, like, there's certain things that I don't know. That's hard because you can't. Literally, she can't get trained ever now because of you're an opposite sex. Now she can never move up in her company or be trained because of that. Yeah. So there's things like... Well, and here's what, here's what he said. It says that uh, uh, Torres is a deacon at East Sanford Baptist Church in Sanford, North Carolina. And, and he says that his faith won't allow him to spend lengthy periods of time alone with women who aren't his wife. Uh-huh. And I don't necessarily fully agree with... I mean, no, he probably... And that probably is 100% true for him. For him. For him. That that's his rule and he stand by it. I, I get that. But at the same time, you there needs to be some kind of flexibility Yes, where there's other people that need to be trained. So it's it's not black or white, but man, that is tough. And if your job says you have to do it, yes. like just tell your wife. Yeah. Torres's lawsuit that he has taken up with the, the sheriff's department um, that he has with the superiors that terminated him, he said that they fired him without explanation, and he alleges religious discrimination against his former employer and also says two other North Carolina police departments declined to hire him because Lee County told them about his religious affiliation. And now Torres is requesting $300,000 in, comp- in, in compensatory damages and $15,000 in punitive damages. So this is... Man, it's tough, though, because like, uh, you shouldn't fire someone for because of their religious stance about certain things. But 
if what you're telling them doesn't really go against, because being in alone with another woman does not go against the Bible, yeah. right? Um, so if your boss is telling you to do something, but that can get really dicey too. I don't know. That's and tough. I understand for the sheriff's department to, to say, look, it's either you do this or you don't have a job. Yeah. Like I get that. And yeah. they, they have the right to do that and yeah. the right to say that yeah. because I, that like saying that, like that's where the, the, the sticking point is like where he says his faith doesn't allow him to do this. It's not true because it's not like in, in a manual or like in his, it, it, I don't know. That isn't like Paul written had down. Fe- Paul had female coworkers. He yeah. talks about in first Timothy. You like, have to be able to work with people from the opposite sex and yeah. they're like, I've talked about this plenty of times before, but Pastor Lene, who's my executive pastor, is a female. And her and I have meetings in my office at church, just us two, every week. Yeah. Now, we're not the only people in the building, but we meet together. And I am, and, and she considers me her mentor. And I bounce ideas off of her. She mm-hmm. talks to me about things. Like, we have that relationship. And, it, and I, the, my issue with this is, we are able to be adults. Yeah. And we are able to go through life together and do work together with somebody from the opposite sex without it being a problem or an issue. Yeah. I understand the Billy Graham rule, and it's, um, it, I understand what the, why, the of point of it. It's to make a guardrail so that way you don't get to a point where you're having an affair with, with, your, with your spouse or on your spouse. Yeah. Um, but there has to be flexibility. Like Andy Stanley, I know, has a little bit of this rule, but he's also needs to be flexible yeah. all the time. So like um, we've had pastors that have this rule, but need to meet with someone. Okay, well, I'm going to keep the door open. I just kind of mm-hmm. know. Like, so I try to have a version of this rule, right. but this, but there's also, I have two female staff that make church better. And what if I just said, well, hey, listen, we can never meet together. So I hope yeah. you can hope you always meet on the phone where Frank, I'll meet with you all the time. Like then what is that going to do to my dynamic with Frank compared Correct. to a dynamic to the rest of the staff. So there's a lot more that goes into it, mm-hmm. but yeah, crazy. All right. Yeah. All right. Next piece of news. Woo. Get it boys. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say it right. It's hit it boys. I think get it boys is better personally. <laughs> well, it's my that, goal is to find a well, better tagline. It's not the tagline. The tagline has been established. <laughs> Popeyes. Is Christians the- in the world. <laughs> get it boys. <laughs> Popeyes is the winner of the fried chicken Twitter war. I, so you were telling me a little about this. I know plenty about what's going on with Popeyes right now, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize how it started. Well, first, yeah. So first off, have you had the Popeyes chicken sandwich? No, of course not. No, me either. And I've tried. And you're dying because it's of impossible. it. It's impossible. Shane is an Enneagram type seven, uh-huh. which means that you always are going for the next thing. And yes. For, and part so of being this, a, is, this has got to be killing you. Part of being yet. a seven is we have severe FOMO. <laughs> We hate missing out on things. We yeah. have severe fit, fear of missing out on anything. And when I see something go viral like this, and I see how people are talking about how wonderful this Popeye's chicken sandwich is and how it rivals Chick-fil-A, which is the best chicken sandwich that I've had. Great chicken sandwich. Fries are terrible. but They're not terrible. Waffle fries suck. They're We've talked terrible. about this so many times. No lasting not, power in that suck. You got, you got terrible. You got one minute to eat those fries <laughs> or they're bad. They go are ahead. terrible reheated. <laughs> I will give you that. But when they're fresh and they come out, oh, they're good. Anyways, I, although I don't like the when you get like just like the edge of the potato. Yeah, yeah. I don't like course. that part, obviously, because then you're eating a potato wedge, and what's the point? Potato wedges suck. I know. I, I don't mind potato wedges. But. but when I hear that there's a chicken sandwich out there that is as good, maybe even better than the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, let me check this sucker out. Yeah. So I went to Popeye's, tried to get it. 
the line was out the door and the drive through line was like wrapped around the building <laughs> as bad as Chick-fil-A. Here's the difference. Chick-fil-A this is what bad. I said. I said, I'm not waiting in this line. I'll wait in a Chick-fil-A line. But Popeye's employees are not the same as Chick-fil-A employees. No, <laughs> no other fast food is the same as Chick-fil-A none, employees. None. Like that line of Chick-fil-A will always be long, but it goes pretty quick. And they're pretty nice about and it. And they're nice about it. They'll jump your car if your car dies. But the Popeye's that, employees, what? Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> I didn't know that. Was- yeah, like Chick Fil A employees are known for like changing your flat tire in the parking lot. <laughs> okay, that's the type of employees that they got. That's a, that's the that's the environment. Hey, thing. that's the type of employees Gs would have. Right, and if you work at Popeye's, <laughs> I'm not trying to make you sound like you're terrible. Um, you've been you've been pushed through the grinder the last few, <laughs> last couple weeks. I've seen some great memes of Popeye <laughs> yeah. people just being like. But I was I'm like, so I'm not waiting in that line because. Chick-fil-A employees don't work here. That's going to take forever. So I didn't go. I came back the next day at 11.30 thinking I'm going to beat the lunch rush. All sold out. Couldn't get it. So every time I go, I can't get it. Anyways. We have a friend who got it. And I was like, oh, how was it? He said, Carlo. Yeah, he said, it was good. I put mashed potatoes and gravy on it. I went, what? You, I mean, you can't even taste it. Yeah, so like, what it tastes like? Mashed potatoes and gravy, I bet. <laughs> like, so, so I don't trust his opinion on a lot of things, especially mm-hmm. chicken sandwich right now. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Somebody was asking me. I think our dad was actually asking. How did this even become so big? How did this become so Yeah, so a lot of popular, places have chicken sandwiches. Right? Like, when did it become, how did it become viral? KFC has chicken sandwiches, right? Yeah. Yeah, they do. They, they, had, they had that one that was like, ter- like the it has like the, all the stuff on. And do you remember a little while ago? It was like the grossest chicken sandwich. It was oh, like yeah, so yeah. unhealthy. I don't remember what it's called. Anyways, yeah. that's beside the But this this article from Forbes magazine talks about how Popeyes released this chicken sandwich largely unannounced. Not like whoa, oh, the, like people weren't like waiting at the doors for the first day that it came out, right? But once they released it, Chick Fil A sent out a tweet. That was a little bit of a uh, of a subtle jab towards Popeyes, oh, wow. where it said, "Buns plus pickles plus chicken equals all the heart emoji for the original." Love, yeah, all the love for the original. Basically saying, we've got the original chicken sandwich, and this Popeyes chicken sandwich is not not a not a big deal. <laughs> and this is kind of backfired on Chick Fil A because they didn't have all of this sort of fanfare behind it and then Popeyes replied on Twitter with just y'all good <laughs> that's it y'all good and people love that response and then all of a sudden people are like well, let's check out this Popeyes chicken sandwich and now it has exploded yeah to what it is at this point I didn't realize that's what started it all so yeah. how long has it been around the Popeyes chicken sandwich um only a few weeks so it's been for a few weeks, yep. but I don't remember hearing about last week. Was when I was like, "Oh, people!" It's really blown thing. up, and like the like it, it was like a week after the Chick Fil A response and Pop uh, Ch- Chick Fil A tweet, and then the Popeyes response to Chick Fil A's tweet. It's when it that's when it really got going. Yeah, and now there are all these like memes on on uh, <laughs> on Twitter and online of like a picture of. Uh, Chick-fil-A, like a really well put together person, then Popeyes, like yeah. somebody like falling apart and yeah. looking like like a cigar in their mouth and stuff. Um and so yeah, I think that it is 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 really funny to look at. But it just goes to show that um what a viral thing can do. Yeah. Because ultimately what I think is gonna happen is I'm gonna go and try out this Popeye's chicken sandwich. I'm gonna be like, Yeah, that was good. Yeah. But what's it is what's it worth it the be, explosion? It won't be as good as Chick-fil-A's either. This will die down though. Um, Popeye's um, locations spiked, uh, according to Yahoo Finance, 67.6% to 103.3%. Wow. That's a lot. 
That's a huge spike in a week. And here's here's the other thing that I don't know if they're doing this or not, but if they are, then it's working. Yeah. Because this is what Apple does, right? When they release a new iPhone, they purposely don't make enough to meet demand because yeah. they want you to be like, man, I can't get this iPhone anywhere. Yeah. Right? Oh, man, how, how did you get that iPhone? Oh, I oh. can't get these shoes anywhere. Yeah. Now they get to $4,000. That's true, right? <laughs> and, and, and it creates this buzz about it. Now that I've tried to go to Popeye's multiple times and I cannot get it, I'm like, I'm going to get it. How do I get it? And I don't know if they intentionally did this or not, or if it's just working out in their favor where they legitimately are like, oh, my gosh, like they weren't prepared. Oh, I, I, I think they weren't. Yeah. All this um, – uh, from the takeout, it says uh, all the Popeye's chicken sandwich coverage that, that was given to them yeah. from all these other news outlets now gave them $23 million in free press over the past week. Yeah, for real. Because they didn't pay for any of this no. stuff. It just went nuts. It so, just turned into this. So and KFC you, has got to be shaking in their boots. KFC <laughs> Um I, um, I really like Popeye's, too. So do I. I like it better than KFC any day of the week. Oh, and twice on Sunday. Especially if <laughs> Chick-fil-A's not open. <laughs> so um, if, you have had, <laughs> if you have had the Popeye's chicken sandwich, let us know. Yeah. You can send us a message. You can uh, just, on any social media, you can comment on like this mm-hmm. on, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter. You can do it that way. You can send us an email, nymchristianpodcast at gmail.com. You can also go to our website, nymchristianpodcast.com, and go to our contact. You'll, we will get it all that way. Um, I thought of some, maybe I had something else. Is there anything else? Did I miss something? Oh, yeah. Easy. Go to Chick-fil-A. Wrestle down a Chick Fil A employee, slap him on the back, not the butt. That's oh, sexual wow. harassment. It's twenty. It's the first time <laughs> not on the back on the butt. and say, "Hey, can you run over to Popeyes? Give me, a, give me a Popeyes chicken sandwich." And then they'll run over there, get it for you. They'll say, "My pleasure." Yeah, say, "I'll say my pleasure." They'll run, take your question, write it on the bag of the Chick Fil A bag, mail that whole bag of Pop. Oh, sorry, the Popeyes bag. <laughs> mail that whole bag of Popeyes food with the Chick Fil A the chick- chicken sandwiches to Eric and I. We'll get it, no problem. Thanks. Yeah, we'd appreciate it. Yeah, no sandwich. problem. Easy, easy. We're having trouble finding it. Easy. So. We cannot get it. <laughs> we we should use our pastoral leverage uh-huh. to get some Popeyes. Yeah. If anyone's listening, you want to send us Popeyes yep. chicken sandwiches. We'll gladly accept. Gladly take it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a nice review. To support the podcast, you can go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Podcast music provided by The Revived. Check them out at therevivedmusic.com. Stay connected with us by liking us on Facebook and following us on Twitter and Instagram.